coffeehouse chats to hard-to-swallow conversations. Join our journey as we document our everyday thoughts on personal growth, career, finances, family, and everything in between. Hey, this is Reynard. And this is Nika. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our perspectives. perspectives. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Perspectives podcast. Um, hope you're having a good day. How are you doing, uh, Nika? I'm doing great, <laughs> I guess. Cool. Well, it's a, it's raining here right now, and, yep. but it's really humid as well. So, uh. yeah, yeah, we didn't How expect it to rain, but it is what it is. We'll keep shooting. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get this, um, you know, so have a good conversation. Yeah, right? doing good. It's um, it's not that uh, it's a long day. It didn't feel too well, but like mm. uh, at least feel, felt better towards the end, right? So mm. that's what's important. People are now wondering, like, what really is the weather here? We were, you're wearing a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in this. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is what yeah, it is. <laughs> you're feeling sick, right? Yeah. yeah so it's a bit better. cold. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? You know, for um, today's episode, what is our question? we are going to answer the biggest, <laughs> the biggest questions of our lives. Not really, but <laughs> we're going to answer the question what was our first big investment? Ooh, first yeah. big investment. So we're going to use that as the headline. First what is your first big investment? Shocking revelation. Yeah. yeah. So we'll use that just to clickbait people, hopefully. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I think we discussed this, right? Like, what we really mean is not big because, you know, that's just like a... You can put anything, but... Relatively big, relatively I would say. Relatively big. Yeah. And I think more importantly, significant. Because, mm-hmm. like, there are some purchases, like... They are small, but you know, for you, it was very significant. Mm-hmm. Even exactly. if it was not a big percentage of your income, income. or savings at the time. At least it was a, a leap for yeah, you. Yeah, it felt like a leap yeah. because it's not maybe something you buy all the time. Mm-hmm. Or it's something mm-hmm. that, you know, um, that you don't generally think about buying, but you end up buying at the time. So I yeah. guess significant, you know, what was the most momentous investment? Yeah. What was made? your biggest leap an investment at that yeah yeah your first how about you how about you answer first i go first okay so yeah i thought about this before we shot and i think for me the biggest investment or the most significant investment i made um ever or at least the first one of my first significant investments uh would actually be an online course so Mm. um Mm. so yeah so it's an, it's an online course. This was 20, maybe 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was an online course on how to start freelancing. Uh-huh. Okay, so I say it's significant because actually at this time I was already freelancing a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. This was college. I was almost graduating. I was already freelancing a bit, but, um, you know, with um, I still felt like I haven't really broken through. I had like clients here and there, mm-hmm. and I heard about this course online. It was based in the U.S. and it's in dollars, mm-hmm. right? So if I remember correctly, it was probably around five hundred dollars total, mm-hmm. which in peso is around twenty-five k. Okay. Right. So okay. it's not small for someone in college. Of course, at this point, I've spent more. You were still in college. Yeah, I was still in college. How much were so. you earning? back then when you were um, maybe, already freelancing? I think I was averaging maybe at this early stage, oh, very early stage, maybe around 20, 20 to 30K per oh, month. Oh, wow. So that's like your whole 
months. Yeah, whole months. And at the at the time, I know my savings or cash in bank was probably just around thirty to forty. Okay, so, that's like half. Yeah, so more than I, half. yeah, because what I remember it was like at least half or more than half of what I had in hand. That's why it was very significant. Mm-hmm. Like it was probably my first time buying something in USD, and it's just it's it's a course, so it's just information. So I was like, yeah, I'm about to drop twenty five k on this a digital product, a bunch of videos, a bunch mm-hmm. of text. It was not even a video course. It was just a bunch of text. Oh, um, okay. So I was about to drop that much money on a bunch of written text, which I probably could find online, uh-huh. right? So that's so why... just I, like a book or something? Yeah, it was like a book. Uh, it was a bunch of web pages, you know, put together. Ah, right? okay. So I was thinking, like, think about all of the burgers I could buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember at that time, just side note, like, you know, when I started earning... Early on, that was one of the things I did a lot, which was eat out a lot more and stuff with my mom and stuff and got fatter at that time. But, you know, so yeah, so it was a very big investment for me. And like I mentioned, I've made larger investments since then for sure. Mm-hmm. But that was the most significant because it was a large portion of my savings. And I've never tried buying a course at the time. Or at least, okay, I've tried some buying some courses, but it's like, Either me like five dollars, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, this was five hundred dollars from mm-hmm. someone I did not know, did not meet. So it was a huge leap. So it was a huge, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you know, I I took the course and it was really good. Uh-huh. And um, it was really important, um, or it was really key to helping me kind of like grow mm-hmm. as a freelancer to get to where I am yeah. today. So like, just to put. Um, investment in the technical definition mm-hmm. it's supposed to give you something back like right yeah. mm-hmm. it's give, supposed to give you mm-hmm. something back yeah what did it give you back well oh give me so i think that's what's interesting about the idea of investment right mm-hmm. which is like i think most people especially me before that mm-hmm. even before that time i was already investing a bit in stocks with like really very little money so mm-hmm. i understood investing but i never thought you know your knowledge or investing in your knowledge is actually an investment. Like how many of us think school is an investment? <laughs> we see it as a cost. You look at your tuition fee, especially with all the increases, uh-huh. it's like it's a cost. No one uh-huh. thinks of that as an investment just because of, you know, the it's a different uh-huh. topic. But like um but yeah, like in terms of, you know, I I most people think investment means stocks or some sort of business. You know, business. Yeah, yes. that's a good point. Business. Um, something that you put money in and it gives you money back, yeah. right? But this was something that now looking back at it um, was something I put money in, but you don't see a return directly mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. So I can't really answer that question um, because I don't know, right? But I can tell for sure that all the a majority of the successes I found after that mm-hmm. was because of the knowledge I acquired in that course, mm-hmm. right? So investment can come in multiple form factors. That's true. Not just money you know money returning money but it could be money put in to give you some sort of advantage skill yeah, yeah. skill or it saves you time yeah. right and other places mm-hmm. that's right? true so some mm-hmm. does it have to be something that would help you earn more money not necessarily, not necessarily. right because then we have a conversation of like um you know, money is not the only resource that's valuable. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's time. Money okay, is a physical a, representation yeah. of time. Quote that. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> like, that's the idea, right? Like, yeah. 
um, you're trading money to save some sort of time. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if you put in an investment, for example, that course, I'm pretty sure that the information in that course is just spread out in the internet at the That's time. That's true. But what courses or school ideally, good school, good teaching gives you ideally, um, is a summarized version of what you need to know, mm -hmm. right? Because I could spend the hours and hours to find the same information mm -hmm. online to try and figure out how to find clients, how to ask the right questions, mm -hmm. how to create a proposal. But that course gave me a framework or a step-by-step -step way of how to do it. So I don't have to spend hours to actually, you know, kind of like um, get it done, mm -hmm. right? Or like learn how to actually implement. So save time is also how you can get an ROI from what you do. But I think it's also nuanced because like, it depends on what you do with your time, right? What if you save time, but like, <laughs> You're just using it on stuff that's not very productive anyway. That's true. That's true. So like, you know, it starts at it starts there, right? So like, um, and sometimes ROI is not measured in terms of money, but it's in time mm -hmm. saved. But it also depends on how you're using that extra time, yeah. mm -hmm. right? So what's the use of saving time if you still, you know, don't do much with it? That's true. Right. So another aspect I think is interesting with the whole investing in a course and in something in general is that. Especially with non like non business well maybe for business it applies, but for stocks it doesn't, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Is that when you invest in something, you kind of like are put in a position to have to make it work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like if you know, since I put almost half my money into that course, I have to actually listen to it. I have to kind of like follow it. I have yeah. to trust the process, even if I've never tried whatever they're teaching. Mm -hmm. Since they have testimonials, case studies, it's a proven mm -hmm. process. Um, I have to follow it because I already spent five hundred dollars or like half yeah, my money. Yeah, it's like you don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste yes. it, right? So, the money and of course some time investment of actually following the course and watching it and stuff or reading it is also a key part, I believe, of you actually reaping the benefits. Like, what I mean by that is, you can be given the same course for free. Or I think I could have been given the same course for free, mm -hmm. but I would have probably not, not valued, valued it. Yeah. it the same way. I'd be like, eh, you know, it was free. I'll read it later, or mm -hmm. I'll, I'll maybe, ah, uh, maybe what it, you know, what I apply is good is not. So mm -hmm. I think price, not doesn't play only a role, of course, in you know giving transactional value to the seller, of course, mm -hmm. but it's a it's a tool for accountability for That's the one who purchased it or who invested in it. Mm -hmm. If you want to look at it that way. Interesting. Right? Because so now you're, okay. Yeah. You're going to buy that expensive bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that you can overuse it. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, that's how I've always thought about things in hindsight. And, yeah. you know, when I make certain investments, especially in terms of knowledge and tools even, mm -hmm. um, that's what I think, like, you know, it, it's, a, it's a way for me to be... Um, motivated to actually make the most out of the investment mm -hmm. right and this does not apply this is hard to apply in something like stocks or bonds or insurance right the usual or real estate because like you can't really control the kind of like your investment mm -hmm. once you put something in stocks and it depends on ayala sm like how it does right or tesla or whatever you invest in if you put in real estate it depends on the market all these things but when you invest in knowledge or a certain or even business maybe to a certain degree you have complete control, not complete, maybe 80% or something, a lot of control over the outcome. And sometimes it's like chicken and egg. It's like, 
do you succeed because you were kind of put in that position or did you were you put in that position because you know you're about you pay that amount mm -hmm. right so it's like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy mm -hmm. that since i invested such a huge amount in the chorus i was forced to take action mm -hmm. and i ended up succeeding to a certain degree mm -hmm. right if i did not pay that much i might have not gotten the roi right mm -hmm. so that's why it's like free things sometimes are you know it's it's not really about just because it's free and stuff um money or price is also a tool for accountability at mm -hmm. least for these people who you know sell courses and stuff like that right so so yeah i think that's that's, that's that so that's where i stand there how about you what's for you what was the you know well well i didn't really start earning um consistently when i was still in college you know mm -hmm. just a few rackets and like <laughs> mm -hmm. just a few things earning um yeah just at the side while mm -hmm. i was still in school but when i i remember vividly the feeling of like receiving my first salary um the first thing that i did um was actually like what most women would do go shopping <laughs> i went shopping mm -hmm. I, I bought clothes that made me feel, of course, pretty, mm. much confident. I'm actually the type of person who, I, I could really see myself perform differently. Mm. Not, not, you know, not like art performance or singing, dancing. Perform differently in terms of work, in terms of my like career performance, mm -hmm. when I feel confident. And that's actually the reason why during exams back in college, mm. I'd really dress up. I'd really just like a notch higher. Right. Just for me to feel that confidence. Yeah. Right. I, and then during the exam, I would really feel that, you know, I got this. Mm. I got this feeling. Yeah. Makes sense. So I bought clothes. And I think I spent around um, just like in, um, to put things into perspective, I was earning around 20, 22,000 mm -hmm. minus taxes and all. So, and then. I was also already supporting my family somehow, so um, I guess a half of that would go away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, um, but I spent around four k mm -hmm. on shopping, and that was like in a day. So it was, right. oh, it was huge for me, and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'll do this like five months from now <laughs> again. <laughs> Not every month, I would say, but. Um, other than that, one huge thing that I also spent on was actually my laptop, mm -hmm. which was also a huge, um, a huge help, I would say, in my career, in my mm -hmm. work. Um, I remember my, the laptop that I was bringing to work was... Mm -hmm. I think it was an Asus. I think it, no. I think it was Dell. A, it was a Dell. Dell, yeah, it was yeah. a Dell. Heavy ass Dell. Right. It was like two kilos. I remember I was I was really weighing it. It weighed two kilos, and I had to put it in a sling bag. Mm -hmm. My shoulder hurt every time I was carrying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was two kilos, and I was thinking that it was too slow as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was very slow. It was my mom's laptop. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very slow. Um, I remember I was also using the same thing. No, a different thing actually for thesis mm. back in college. It was another laptop much slower than that. So the mm. Dell was actually an upgrade. <laughs> right. Yeah. So 
I remember thinking now how much help it was, like speeding mm-hmm. up everything, getting things done in less time, mm-hmm. like so much quicker. Yeah. Gave me so much room, time. Gave mm-hmm. me so like so much time to actually do other things, like improving myself or doing other work that would actually allow me to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that laptop, even though it was just like around, oh my God, how much was it? Forty. <gasps> or you yeah, the, was the, this the, the Asus? New, yeah, you the bought new, the Asus. I think it was an Acer. Acer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought an Acer, and um, it was around forty k. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Although I did an installment for it. Thank you, Reynard's credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. an installment, and then um, yeah, it was. I remember thinking about it, like, for a couple of weeks before buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, do I really need it? I mean, yeah. I could I could just work with this slow laptop and mm-hmm. be patient. Right. Right? Because we always have that, okay, let's just be patient. Um, yeah. I, I, can, I, can take, I can take it. Mm-hmm. I, I can take whatever this is. But I think we don't really realize at that time that what we're exchanging for is not, it's not just a, lot, a laptop, right? We're actually exchanging it for time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize it then because why do I need a new laptop? I have this anyways. Like, yeah. where am I going to give it? Or like, where am I going to put this anyways? Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be, um, you know, no use. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, masasayang lang yung laptop. Ganun. Yeah. So I decided to, actually, I think it was you who mm-hmm. also convinced me. Like, imagine the time that it could save you you could do a lot of stuff you could like sleep better already mm-hmm. <laughs> you could sleep earlier you don't have to go to a chiropractor for your back so oh, yeah, yeah. So, a two kilo there are a lot of things that i had to i had to what do you call this um i think i had to think about mm-hmm. and i had to consider right so before actually buying that laptop yeah Especially because, like you said, you had a lot of responsibility financially with your mm-hmm. family and yourself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a lot. Yeah, but, but that's still an added expense, uh-huh, right? So, yeah. like, um, but like I think we just discussed earlier, it's like actually putting ourselves in a position where you have to make the most out of that investment. It could be a course, knowledge, or it could be a tool like mm-hmm. a laptop. You actually um, put yourself in a position to want to have to kind of like mm-hmm. make the most out of it. Right, and that's kind of it depends again on your mindset as well. And hopefully, if you're watching or listening to this, that gives you a different perspective when it comes to making big big investments. Like, because mm-hmm. usually the the feeling is scary, like you mentioned. Yeah. Even for me, when it's like half my money going to this random American, you know, <laughs> that yeah. I don't know. For you, it's this laptop that could, you know, there's risk. It can break tomorrow. The new one you can break and get stolen. Mm-hmm. So many things, but like. We decided to take it anyway because our thought process, it seems like from both of our experiences, is that we will maximize its presence and we'll use it to create more opportunity. Exactly. Rather than just see it as an expense. Exactly. We use it as motivation to kind of like make sure we Mm -hmm. actually use it and try to make more from it or Mm -hmm. from its presence. But I think even more importantly before, like you said, you thought about it, right? So... I think we both, before making those big investments, we both had to think about and also have maybe some sort of plan of how potentially we can accommodate this expense over time. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, 
even before we made the investment, we already had some sort of plan that, okay, I have certain opportunities that I cannot take because my laptop is slow as hell mm -hmm. or like because I don't know how to create a proposal mm -hmm. or something, right? Um, because you already have a plan going into it, you're more confident as well. And that immediately once you make that investment, you can start trying to tap those opportunities, right? So, so I think that's also a key part like um, in terms of being able to confidently make that investment, mm -hmm. right? So for you, what was those, um, what were those things, if you remember, like that were, you were able to do more of because you switched to a new laptop at that time? Well, I definitely was able to do more work, <laughs> yeah. get them done quicker. Mm -hmm. And um, that allowed me to do other things that like made me learn more about where I am in my career, right? Yeah. So. I think that's underrated, um, right? Because like exactly. people don't see the cost of time compounded. Meaning mm -hmm. like when they're using, let's say, um, or sorry, not no no offense, but like, like people don't realize the word don't see. Um, don't realize that example, when you're working on a slow work machine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's slow and you're like, maybe you're like, okay, yeah, it's it's slow, but I'll live with it because I end up, I finish the day, I complete all the work anyway. Mm -hmm. It's exactly. tiring, but I finish it anyway, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But what pe most people don't realize is what you're losing is the opportunity cost to just do what you said right now, mm -hmm. which is to learn, um, to advance in your work, to find yourself, you know, yeah. to explore maybe is this the right career? Because mm -hmm. you're too busy to get the fifth Chrome tab open because it just won't load, exactly. right? Yeah. So um, that time is wasted mm -hmm. instead of used productively. I, I remember like waiting five seconds for something to mm. open. Like that yeah. five seconds... Like, it takes five seconds to, op like, click a single thing. And mm -hmm. I click everything. A like, of course, <laughs> yeah, you, you click a lot of things in work, right? Especially yeah. in a digital or online mm -hmm. setting. So, five seconds all throughout the day. Uh, that that yeah. could be, like, hours already. And then we said hours because exactly. of me thinking that I just really have to be yeah. patient. And those hours could have been used somewhere else like it, it could be just you working on like other things or better things or just resting giving resting, yourself yeah. that rest or you could have been out with your friends yep. socializing or building your network yeah you know. yeah there's just so many things that you could have done yeah just, and it compounds mm -hmm. right especially yeah. with digital and online those five seconds compound easily you make one click five seconds next mm -hmm. click five seconds i think another thing that just came into mind just now talking through it is that this is how bad habits lead to late night struggle. <laughs> this is how bad habits build over, uh, build over time. Because mm -hmm. like, I know I don't know people, but I I can imagine people with the best intention. They like they wake up today and they're like, I'm gonna have the best day of my life. I'll be productive and stuff. But mm -hmm. then they open their workstation, and it takes. A mi five minutes to load uh -huh. through the boot uh -huh, screen uh -huh. or whatever. And now, instead of starting and you're so motivated, now you're on Instagram. Exactly. Then you're scrolling through like 30 posts. Yeah. While waiting for you. While your... waiting. Yeah. And next thing you're in a whole, your whole day is ruined. Exactly. <laughs> because you already started the day. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you had the greatest of intentions to have the best day, mm -hmm. um, it's hard to beat um, what actually happens. Or like it's hard to beat, yeah, action. Or like what mm -hmm. actually happens. What actually happened is you used your phone you started slacking, not slacking, but you started, you know, scrolling and social mm -hmm. media, all these things are very addictive, you know, outside our control. And next thing you know, you, use, you start doing that more and exactly. more throughout the day, yeah. becomes a habit. Even if as much as you want, 
you wanted to have build you know you want to build good habits through mm-hmm. work because of the, their day started like that you're already kind of like mm-hmm. stuck in that hole mm-hmm. right. i think the hardest nothing about it i think the hardest investments to make are something that supposedly solves a struggle mm-hmm. but it's a struggle that you think you can like you can just take in mm, or you can and everything like... is fine it, it isn't this it doesn't really end the world it doesn't really kill you yeah you know but what's the word in bisaya it's aguanta like what's yeah. that like you can oh my god my english um, you can kind of like push hello? through <laughs> you can kind of no there's a one word but yeah i get your point it's like yeah. it's like these are the things oh that God, you feel like english? <laughs> drop it in the heart. um like there these are the things that you know you feel like you can push through or you can power mm-hmm. through i guess mm-hmm. that's the closest mm-hmm. i can think there is one word you can power through you mm-hmm. feel like you can kind of put up with mm-hmm. um but actually it's the little things within that that's stopping you from getting to that mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. level yeah right um exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, that's yeah. actually and you're you're the first person who made me realize that as well. Yeah, I just realized yeah, it just now as well as we talked yeah. about it and you shared and your when experience. I, when I bought that laptop, I then thought about the nights, the endless, sleepless nights doing my thesis. I had to like wait, mm-hmm. not just wait when it, it when it hangs. Mm-hmm. I have to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And wait for it, like, and turn it on again, and wait for it for like five minutes for mm-hmm. it to go at the desktop. Right. Yeah. yeah. And have to open everything again. And yeah. that takes about 10 to 20 minutes. Right. And then I can work on the thesis. For how sure. much time? Like, how much? How many nights? Yeah, not, and not only the time factor, it's again also your mindset. Like, exactly. It makes you feel you like feel you're relaxed, slow. You're slow. And you put it in yourself, and mm-hmm. you're like, you're like, oh my god, I suck at math because my laptop doesn't load. Exactly. You know. And you, there are also times when I can compare myself to others, like, huh, why are they not sleeping as late? Like, mm. or why does it seem very easy for them? Mm. Like, how are they doing it so quick? Mm. Why? What's What's wrong? Right. Well, nagtitiis kasi si madam. Yeah. So, well, to be fair, I, I didn't really have the buying power then. So exactly. I really just had to. But that's part of the whole conversation, and you know, I'm I we understand. I'm sure we both understand mm-hmm. that that this opportunity is not available to everyone. And that's we're, true. We're, I was gonna bring that up. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're both aware. So we're living in this kind of bubble of online, digital, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we can chat through that. Um, I think the principles still apply. But like you know, if we take the extreme situation of that thesis thing. If given what we know about, you know, working online, freelancing opportunities, mm-hmm. you could have even just, you know, maybe take the plunge, buy a new laptop, um, and just find some online job that pays you enough, right? Mm-hmm. And with the time you save because you have a new laptop or workstation, you can kind of finish your thesis faster. Plus, you can be working and earning already, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That's one of the things that I also didn't realize back in college mm-hmm. that, oh, you can start working during school? Yeah. I mean... I knew they were working students, but they were just working students in the university. You mm-hmm. know, you know how those yeah. working students work, yeah. right? Working students, yeah, yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. scholarship program. So I thought that was the only available um, mm-hmm. option. Um, yeah, because that's what I was seeing. Right. Yeah. So I didn't really think that. Oh, 
online jobs. Like, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't in my mind before. Yeah. Up until I got into this marketing and digital marketing world. So, mm. yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's normal. And like we just said, like, not everyone mm-hmm. will have that opportunity. So, but the principles still apply. For example, before I even thought of online jobs, like, um, you know, um, in the case of like my college and the tuition and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I was very aware that if I could get like top of the dean's list, I could get up to 70, I think, or 100% off my tuition. So even if I could not contribute my 100%, I mean, I could not contribute in terms of cash, I would be able to contribute to the family in terms of reduced expenses. So my mom wouldn't have to pay for the tuition and stuff. So investment and your return can come in many ways, mm-hmm. right? So in that, in that scenario, you know, it helped me. When I realized that, it made it easier for me to make a decision for myself and build the right habits to be like, I got to study well, I got to take my ser- study seriously mm-hmm. because every minute I spend to be a better student allows me to, you know, save money on tuition down the line. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's the same idea. Like when we invest in a course, we invest in a laptop. That's money put in so we could save time. Here, I'm putting in time to save money. Mm. Right, it's it's kind of hard to think, but it is the same yeah. concept. Yeah. So you know, if you don't have the money right now, it's not really kind of like you gotta look at the, look at it the other way. Like, what are the things I can put in in terms of time within reasonable bounds to maybe not only save me money, but even maybe create opportunities for the future right mm. so that could be even if you're you know you have, let's say you have a job that doesn't pay too much and stuff and let's say it's an eight to five you know maybe the evening you should be spending some try to spend some time networking you know at certain kind of like events or mm-hmm. kind of like i don't know like online and linkedin so we go back to online we can't escape online these days but the point is you can also trade your time as an investment if you don't have the money to then find the money yeah right so because like, and I think, you know, to wrap this up almost or something, I think it, it, we, we kind of go to that conversation of like, how do you then choose like what is the right investment to start? Exactly. Right? Yeah, and like, true. I think this is where 90% of people already make a mistake. Because like when they think investment, they're thinking stocks, money, real estate, business, business you know. Um, stocks, real estate, treasury brands, whatever these. Because this is what mm-hmm. when people say invest, this is what they're thinking. Don't put your money in the bank account because mm-hmm. you know it's lesser than inflation. You know that's what's spread out. But the reality is, your growth, like, let's be real. Five percent of a hundred pesos is still five pesos. You know, yeah. Like when you, although compounding all these things, especially if you're more aware of the investing side, it is important. But your five like a per small percentage of a small amount comes out to be a small percentage and i mean a small amount right so you'd rather be trying to think of ways that would exponentially grow your income or your saved time mm-hmm. um by larger factors rather than that five percent or something that you can mm-hmm. save mm-hmm. right so that's why I like because at that time when i invested in that course my mindset was i already could invest in stocks i knew how i had some money in stocks like very few and I saw, yeah, it was growing a bit and stuff. It was beating the bank, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my thought process with the freelancing thing is, okay, I have 25, let's say $500. So that's 25000 roughly, right? Mm-hmm. So I could put that 25000 in stocks right now. And yeah, average return per year of the stock market maybe is like 10%. Really, that's already super kind of like high, mm-hmm. right? So in a year, I put my money 
in a year, I can expect my 25K to become 27.5 because that's 25K plus 2.5,000, 10% of 25,000, right? So my money, I, I earned 2,500. I didn't do anything and I earned, that's cool. But that's not even true because when you invest in stocks and you have to stu- you still have to study the companies, yeah. it's a lot and it's more emotionally draining. That's another conversation. But yeah, I earned 2.5K. So my thought process is, I know for a fact if I invest in this course, 25,000, even if I can get like five clients at 10K each or whatever, like it's impossible for me not to find five clients at let's say, you know, five clients at 5,000 each in mm-hmm. the next year yeah. to get back that 25,000. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. I yeah. Like I will be able to do that. And I have to, like I have no choice. I already put, I'm about to put 25,000. Mm-hmm. So, and if I can get more than five clients, now I'm earning 30K, 35K, 40K in less than a year. So I have more opportunity to earn from that route rather than putting my money, although I'm not doing anything again, that's not even true. Um, I'm earning 10% per year it's still, the the numbers still don't play in your favor when you're doing mm-hmm. this, the, the percentage game, mm-hmm. right? Because even for me at this point, like personally, when I think about it, like, you know, we're blessed to be in a certain point that we're earning a bit more. I still don't think stocks and stuff are good investment vehicles because they don't grow as quickly, mm-hmm. right? And again, a percentage of a small amount is still unfortunately a small amount. Yeah. Even if you do it consistently, you'll probably die before you see, you know, actual returns, right? Mm-hmm. Those are, those investment vehicles are good for people who already have like millions, you know? Yeah. I heard the story of someone, you know, someone, friend of a friend and stuff. He said, he knows someone who put a hundred million in this one and now he's making like, well, you know, what's 1% of a hundred million? <laughs> it's like yeah, a, million. a million. So now it's, now it's kind of like, um, you know, that's already decent enough to kind of, you can make a living out of that or like you can live off that. It's a million. Yeah, because it's a million, right? Yeah, but for people who do not have a hundred million. Yeah, so if you put like even a hundred thousand, one percent of that is just a thousand. And your hun- the most important piece, your hundred K is locked in there and you can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say the opportunity arrives for you to, you know, work a better job, but your laptop's slow as hell, but your 100K is stuck in a stock that you can't sell or you yeah. can't access. So mm-hmm. liquidity, you know, or what they call like access to your cash and mm-hmm. turning it into something more productive, mm-hmm. for me, is a more important kind of like asset than it is if you invest in some kind of financial vehicle, mm-hmm. right? That's why they say, oh, your money is dying in the bank account because it's not beating inflation. That's not true because it's liquid. Because mm-hmm. it gives you the opportunity to invest in the right opportunities when it's available. If you lock your money in some insurance, I'm sorry to those who sell insurances, but that's just, you know, <laughs> that's my thought. <laughs> um, if you lock it in insurance stock and all these things early on, you're not able to access your money quick enough to take advantage of opportunities that might be presented mm-hmm. to you, yeah. right, um, on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of like why I don't believe this whole idea that, you know, putting your money in the bank is useless. Mm-hmm. Unless the money in your bank is in the millions, it's very useful, right? You, there is a use, which is um, speed to access certain opportunities that might be in front of you, mm-hmm. right, there and yeah. then. I think the perfect word for it is freedom. Yeah. Perfect. Freedom. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, because um, there's a lot of times when, you know, you just really need the money. Well, mm-hmm. it could be your lifestyle, but one other thing is, you know, in case of emergencies, mm-hmm. how, how will you get that money, right? Yeah. So, um, I guess going back to investment, one of the 
things that I actually um, share to my friends when I talk about is that the best thing for you to invest on is actually yourself. Yeah. So may it be clothes, may it be a laptop that will help you um, speed up your work, may it be a course that will teach you more skills so that you become more yeah skillful to mm -hmm. be able to um close more clients um do better proposals mm -hmm. close higher deals mm -hmm. so yeah like i i feel like this the reason why i think it's a better investment is because you can you are the only thing that you can control the most right yeah so your decisions everything mm -hmm. about you you can actually like control it exactly right so like of, of course there are like some things that you really cannot fully control mm -hmm. but you're what you can control the most yeah yeah so definitely i think across the board we're saying that you know especially early on in your mm -hmm. stages like don't listen to bill gates or like fucking you know amazon yeah, you know we, they're they not, have a hundred yeah don't get just get a million. don't get investment <laughs> advice from people who are already making so much like mm -hmm. Um, what we would say and we recommend is, you know, when you're in your early stages of your career and you're still starting out, mm -hmm. invest in yourself within reason. Like, you know, there is, of course, indulgement and stuff mm -hmm. there as well. Yeah. But uh, make sure... Indulgements are, could be a form of It investment. is an investment. Because, yeah. like, you can't, if you don't taste what you're earning, you also start burning out and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's another exactly. conversation as well. So, but you should definitely look for places in your life where you can, you know, either save money save time or earn more money mm -hmm. or get more you know yeah spend less time to earn that same mm -hmm. money yeah. right and i think just to go back a bit to that freedom idea i think you know when you have the when you have that when you don't invest in kind of like the traditional investment vehicles mm -hmm. um financial invest uh, investment vehicles what it gives you is freedom not only to kind of like again invest in these things when the opportunity is there but it gives you some tolerance of risk right because yes. and as you pro as you know it's high risk high reward you gotta be making high risk bets not bet gambling bet but like you know business or like certain opportunities um you need to make high risk bets to get higher high returns right mm -hmm. the more risky things are the more likely they are to give higher returns but also they have a higher chance of not succeeding mm -hmm. right but you cannot make high risk bets if you have all your money locked up somewhere right all your all your money is not easily accessible mm -hmm. right or you know your laptop is low all these things right so you need to have that freedom as you mentioned um to be able to make certain um you know access certain opportunities when they're made available to you mm -hmm. so that yeah. flexibility that freedom is super key to getting yourself um started right and getting you know hopefully making an investment that just like how it impacted us would you know impact you as well in a very significant way even yeah, if it's sure. not like a stock a house or whatever yeah right so yeah nice this has cool. been a very great episode made me rethink my choices in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know you'll never get it right but hopefully after some conversation and some sharing mm -hmm. of different perspectives of mm -hmm. this um, topic then you can make an informed decision for yourself so yeah, let us know in the comments below, wherever you're watching this, um, what you think, uh, if you think the same or if you think uh, mm -hmm. there's a different way. Of course, this show is about entertaining different ways of thinking, uh, different perspectives. So 
um, each individual can make an educated kind of decision for themselves on certain topics like like disclaimer yeah so you know it's an open forum if you want to invest in stocks go ahead that's you know that's that's your perspective as well but at least you know what we think um why we think you know education courses tools um the more untraditional non-traditional investments are probably more worth of your time especially if you're in a place that you're still starting out Right, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. See you in the next episode. Peace.